Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the podcast recap post show, whatever other That's names that we can throw out nailed there. It. As we take a few minutes to gather together and uh, talk a little bit more in depth about the weekend's message. And uh, sitting here with Pastor Matt. What's up? Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Uh, got Pastor Matt here with us. He did a great job bringing, bringing the word to us this weekend. Uh, powerful word and uh, looking forward to diving deep a little bit into that. Uh, so we got Matt and me and uh, obviously we are uh, without our fearless leader. Yes. Uh, Pastor Andy, he's enjoying uh, some nice time away with Miss Alexa. Miss Alexa. That's right. I'm going to so, begin uh, to call her that all the time. Please, please do so. She will love that. That will be her favorite thing. <laughs> So anyways, uh, we're looking forward to uh, diving in a little bit. Matt did a great job this weekend, man. Uh, got us kick-started on a brand new series called Road Trip. Road Trip. That's right. So what are we looking at when we talk about Road Trip? Uh, I'm excited about this series. I think it's going to be cool. I, I kind of dove into it a little bit there at the beginning uh, this weekend, but just the idea of looking at Jesus' life and you know him being on the road, so to speak. And those are long journeys. You, know? yeah. you can't not make that a long journey because you're walking. <laughs> I mean, um, so the fact, I mean, it's a miracle in and of itself that Jesus made it to destinations and performed miracles there. But as you look at his life, there are all the stops mm -hmm. along the way. There's the, there's the rest stop that we talked about this week. And then there's so many other interruptions and detours and places that didn't seem like were on the, the, the roadmap for the trip they were on. And uh, Jesus ended up in those places. And what's cool about all the stories I think we're going to look at is that in all of those moments, Jesus was still Jesus. Right. It wasn't like he flipped a switch and turned into the Jesus we know. When he got to the place <laughs> he, he was yeah. headed, he was just Jesus the whole time. So. <laughs> right. That's, that's <laughs> I don't know if you were aware of that. I, I tell you what, man, I'm learning something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. So uh, you mentioned the fact that there are several that we're going to look at over the course of this series. Uh, and uh, but this one right here, the woman at the well, uh, why did you choose this one? I mean, of all the ones that we could have looked at for this particular week, and all the ones that you could have chosen to, to dive into, uh, the story about the woman at the well, what was it that was intriguing about this story hmm. that made you feel like, hey, this is something that we want to dive into this week? I, uh, so honestly, I mean, when we really dove into the idea of road trip, I mean, there is a lot of stories, yes. you know, where Jesus is stopped by people or encounters people um, or finds himself in situations that are not necessarily right on the path of what they're headed to. And mm -hmm. um, for me, the thing that really drew me to this story was that it was, it's, it's, it's a story about somebody who has been rejected basically by everybody. Right. Um, and I really feel myself drawn toward that. Mm -hmm. um, that those are the, the people that I feel like Jesus finds himself drawn to in scripture, at least that, that I see. Um, I have yet to come across a story where he, he encounters the perfect person and does some amazing thing through that perfect person. Right. You know, uh, probably because there's that person doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> what? So I just really felt what? drawn towards that, tw toward that story because this is him meeting up. Doesn't it doesn't match up with what culture looks like. It mm -hmm. doesn't match up with what all the religious people say it should look like. Um, and Jesus, again, he's just Jesus in the moment, not because of anybody around because there's nobody around, you know, it was just, I'm supposed to be here and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Um, when we kind of look at this story and kind of look at the way that, that it gets set up, you know, this wasn't a place that, uh, that Jesus, that anybody would have really thought that they would have found Jesus or found the Messiah, mm -hmm. or found the Savior, especially at this time of the day. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, talking with this individual, you know, there were a lot of stigmas that were going on at that point in time that would have caused, uh, you know, most people to frown upon this interaction. But Jesus finds himself uh, intentionally uh, going to this well to speak to this woman to have to have this encounter. And so, um, really powerful story. Um, what were some of the things that uh, that for you you felt like? Hey, you know, you kind of shared some of it that were there, but you felt like, hey, man, this is this is a really powerful life shaping uh, moment for 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 you as an individual as you were walking through this. What was what was one of those moments for you? Um, I shared some of it. I, it was one of those. It's like I can't even share all of it because we have the time. There is time. We have to keep time. But it was um, uh, one of the first things that jumped out to me was just simply. We didn't dive into it at all this weekend, but where it says they're on their, they're headed back home from from where they're at, and they're they're starting on this journey, and it says they had to go through Samaria, mm-hmm. um, and I thought about that, and I'm like, no, they didn't have to, right, right, but I think that it's written there because Jesus said we have to go through Samaria, <laughs> um, and just the intentionality of that, because I, I, I mean, I believe. Um, that a lot of Jews, when they made that trip or similar trips, they would go around Samaria. Right. They would not go through Samaria. And so it was a really intentional moment on Jesus' part to say, no, we're not going to be like that. Even if, even if, let's say, he didn't know he was going to meet this woman. I believe he knew he was going to meet her there. But um, he said, we're still going to go through Samaria, and we're going to do what we're supposed to do. One, it's, it's a much shorter route, you know. Sure. <laughs> um, no need um, to take any more steps here. <laughs> but even before he got to that moment, he was already doing the the thing that's outside of the norm, yeah. if that makes sense. He, I'm, he didn't do what culture said I need you to do. He just said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk the path I'm supposed to walk. Um, and, and then when he did that, there was another thing that happened there. And I think a lot of times we have that opportunity. If we can follow through on what we're supposed to do, the next thing we're supposed to do is, is waiting there. And I know he's Jesus, um, so sometimes it's hard to make that comparison of like, well, of course, but he knew the woman was there. He knew it was going to happen. This right. is, you know, but I really do believe when you when you set out on a path and there's that opportunity to go, I'm just going to go around that uncomfortable mm. situation or mm. that hard moment or whatever that might be for you, like to say, no, I'm supposed to go through this, whatever that is. Um, I really do believe in that step of obedience that there's the next thing yeah. that we get to follow through on, which most of the time is some somewhat more fulfilling a larger thing if you want to call it that right so that kind of stood out to me there in the beginning yeah no that's really good you know it, it, it kind of harkens back to some things that we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks too when we talk about you know taking steps of obedience and we sometimes will say well i don't really know what god wants me to do and the thing that we got to look yeah. at is well what was the last thing god asked you exactly to do? have you done that because chances are if you haven't done yet done that he's not showing you the next step right so until you do the first step He's not going to show you step two or step three right. or step four. You got to take that that first step or whatever step you may be on in that process. Um, so that you know, yeah, you don't get you don't get to have that encounter uh, with the woman at the well unless you're willing to walk through some right. unless you're willing to walk through those uncomfortable uh, situations. Yeah, no, that's good. That's really good. So Jesus is he starts having this conversation with her mm-hmm. and uh, they start talking about how. He's going to draw water from the well. He doesn't have a bucket, and it's right. really deep. And he's asking her for the water. Um, and then there is the well. If you knew the water that I had, then you would you'd ask me for a drink. And it's mm-hmm. and you make this you make this statement that she was uh, she was talking about water that would satisfy her you know her thirst right. right? Uh, he was talking about water that would satisfy her soul. Um, and 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 as we're kind of looking through those verses and and, and kind of coming out, coming around on that, 
how does that how does that change us when he's talking about you know okay we got water from from the well it's going to satisfy our thirst but then there's this water that satisfies our soul you talked a little bit about it in the message mm-hmm. go a, go a little bit deeper on that for us and, and kind of share with us what does that how does that change us as far as a perspective I think is probably the most that I I think that's more the he's t- he's speaking to her obviously about water because yeah. that's their that's, what they're, that's they're, what they're doing, you know. Right. For me, he would be talking about coffee, right? <laughs> right, like that, yeah. You know, uh, so I think it's more of the perspective that he's trying to get. I think he's trying to ease her into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be honest, for me, it was even just going through it this week. It was like, I know this story. I've read this story. Mm-hmm. But it was like he was speaking to me again. Um, and it was this, it, it's really just like, where is your perspective on that? Um, are you looking are you looking for the water? And the part that I really dove into there on the natural side of things is it's hard not to look at the natural because we see it. You yeah. know? Um, and there's this thing, I think we all know, know if I satisfy that thought or that need or that thirst or have another coffee or whatever, you know, like, right. no, that is not actually going to bring me any satisfaction as far as the deeper part of it. We know that but for some reason, I slip back into that same process sure. of, you know, I, food is my happy place when I'm not in a happy place, right. you know? And so I, I still do that. I still stress eat or whatever the thing might be for whoever, you know? Um, and I know that's not bringing that satisfaction. It's not actually helping me with the thing that I need the help with. Mm. Um, and again, it's because I'm looking at that thing and that thing changes every time, but it's just, I'm, I'm looking at that thing that... I don't feel satisfied with, right. you know, and I think what Jesus is saying is, why don't why don't you shift your perspective to the thing that's really going to satisfy you and keep you satisfied is living water. It's it's me. It's yeah. it's that, and it's it's really almost a a discipline to wake up and go, all right, whatever is not going right today, today I'm going to choose, you know, to drink the living water. I'm going to choose to really lean into the joy that Jesus is to me. Mm. Um, you know, it goes back to the series we did on joy. It's, yeah. I really think that's what he was talking about. Wow. Bubbling up inside of her was the joy that she was missing because she had not really discovered him yet. Right. He goes on into that uh, conversation, and it was, uh, you know, <laughs> kind of starts calling out <laughs> a little bit, kind of presents mm. the, the, you know, the situation that she found herself in with, you know, not having a husband right now, but you know, had five previous husbands, and then the uh, uh, guy she was living with wasn't, you know, wasn't her husband at that point in time, and you know, her response to that and his response kind of, it, it almost can kind of feel a little bit awkward because it's like, what does this have to do with what we were right. just talking about drawing water from a well here, and then all of a sudden it's go and call your husband, and we'll talk a little bit more about it. Um, but I thought you did, man, a, an amazing job of kind of leaning into the uh, John chapter one. You know, he comes mm-hmm. in, in grace and truth, yeah. and there is grace here in this conversation. But uh, I think you made the statement that the truth in him wouldn't allow him to ignore the sins that she found herself yeah. in. Why? Not because it was a condemnation deal, but because he had so much more for her. For her, he wanted right. to call her out of that uh, of the life and the pain that she found herself in, and call her into something better. Um, Man, the the grace and the truth side of that sometimes can be hard to balance. Yep. Um, talk to us about how we, as as followers of Christ, can do a you know can do a, a job a, a well a, a, do a job well done of walking grace and truth. Yeah, for me, I have found 
it always comes back to what are my actual intentions. Mm. Um, I, people are not blind, you know, like you can see if somebody's having a bad day. Yeah. You can see if they're thinking about you in a way that you, you know, like they're just like you, if they're condemning you in their mind, but they're trying to have a conversation with you, it's like, you know, but if you, if you actually are determined for the future, like we right. talked about, like if you really care about that person, yeah the way you're going to communicate is going to be different. And I, you know, obviously I was there to hear Jesus the way that he spoke, but I have to believe when he spoke to her, that was apparent that I'm, I care about you. Yeah. It wasn't, well, go get your husband, you know, and, <laughs> and all the things yeah. that everybody had ever said to her. Right. Now, I think he intentionally said it to remind her, sure. you know, oh, I know all of that. Yeah. Um, that's not what I'm worried about. Um, and I think so much for the church, and I'm just speaking the church as a whole, you know, right. we get so caught up in one or the other, and yeah. we ha I don't think we have figured out, like, how do I, how do I actually care as I'm saying this, you know, um, or communicate that I care, maybe it's a better way. I think yeah. we all care at some sure, level. Sure, yeah. Um, I think we need to do a better job of figuring out how do I get more full of grace and full of truth at the same time, instead of... I don't know a great way to sugarcoat it. I think a lot of times some people are really, <laughs> really graceful. Yeah. Overly graceful, if that's a well, thing. You know what I mean? They lean more to that it's side. It's like, ah, yeah. everything is okay. Yeah. That's fine. Whatever yeah. you want to do, you know, and and there's no truth attached to it. Right. And then the same thing. No, there's the other side of, yep. okay, I'm just going to tell you how horrible you are or whatever truth I'm yeah. going to tell you. And then, see you later. Yeah. Um, there's no, I want something for you. That's why I'm communicating. So. Um, I don't know how, if I have a great answer as to how we can grow in it other than to just say, you know, I, I really do believe there's power in prayer to say, God, will you give me more mm -hmm. grace and will you give me more truth? Yeah, we probably don't lean enough, you know I mean? enough into that. Yeah. You know, God help me to yeah. be more full of grace and full of truth right. uh, at the same time. That's good. And you probably know which, which one you have more of. Yeah. Maybe lean into praying for the other one more often than and, you do. Uh, you know, it, it probably is also not always one side of it either. There are probably sometimes we lean, you know, a little more on the gray side, and there's other times we probably lean a little more into the truth right. side. And yep. uh, but Jesus came full of both, right. and that's kind of our our goal as well is to walk in both of those fully at the same time. Yeah. I got to be honest with you, as you got towards the uh, end of the message, uh, your your words punched me in the gut as, as I listened to it, as you were. Uh, walking around, walking through, kind of getting to the end of it, and uh, you said, you know, it's really easy for you know us to be able to look at this thing and say, you know, I want to be what Jesus was for her mm -hmm. uh, in this. But then you paused, and you said, that's a little arrogant of me because I'm not, I'm not Jesus in this story. Yeah. I'm the woman at the well. I'm the broken one. Yeah. I'm the hurting one. I'm the one who goes back to the same old stuff, uh, time and time again. And, and I got to be honest, you know, as a follower of Christ and somebody who's been following Christ for, for a while now, it's easy for me to put myself in somebody else's shoes in that story. Mm -hmm. um, it's not so easy for me to put myself mm -hmm. into the woman at the well and put, it in, put myself into her shoes, even though, yes, that's who I am. Right. That's who we are uh, in this story. Um, what would you say uh, to the individual out there who is maybe for the first time in a long time mm. seeing themselves in the shoes of the woman at the well. Hmm. That's a good question. 
I'd, uh, I'd probably say that's a great start, you know. Um, I think it's so easy, you know, if I rewind for a minute, like it's so easy to look at someone, if you look at the woman at the well and go, I don't have five failed marriages um, and I'm not necessarily looked down on by everybody. Yeah. Um, and go, so that's not me. But we forget, you know, all have sinned and fallen short. And her, her thing might be different than your thing. But to find yourself and realize I have fallen short of that standard that mm -hmm. he has for me. And the thing that when he created us, when I fell short of that, we all kind of, I know that sounds kind of like, oh, my thing's just as bad as that thing or whatever. In a sense, yeah, you know, like you didn't meet the perfection that he created you right. to meet. And so to start there and just go, I am messed up, um, is a, feels weird to say, but it's a really good spot <laughs> to just, uh, it doesn't feel encouraging to wake up to that every day, but yeah. it's also, if you can be in that place of, yeah, I'm messed up. And the beautiful thing about that is then the gospel is that that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is that I'm forgiven, I'm loved, I'm known. And it's not like, it's not like, no offense to you, it's not like Greg knows me and loves me and forgives me. It's the creator that I failed right. the whole time. Yeah, He's the one that looks at me and says, I know you, I love you, I forgive you. And so that's to me, to be in that place and to walk in that, that's the grace and the truth. I think if we could come back to that, if mm -hmm. we could really stay in that mindset, it would be so much easier to walk in grace and truth because we're reminded of the grace and the truth that he offered to us. Mm. I hope that made sense. Maybe. No, that's good. <laughs> it made sense up here. I don't know <laughs> if I came out this way. but That's good. That's good. Well, as we get ready to wrap up, uh, anything, uh, anything left for you that you would like to share as it relates to uh, this particular road trip that Jesus was on and uh, anything that took place there that maybe is one of those things that don't make it into the notes uh, but, uh, or anything that you feel like you wanted to share? I, uh, probably two things I'd say. I'd okay. say the first thing is Jesus started the conversation. She didn't, she didn't bring anything up. She just went about her day. And I, I think for us, Jesus has started that conversation. Yeah. It's there. And I think a lot of people worry about, especially if you are in that spot of, oh, I am her. What's the next step? What am I supposed to do now? How do I approach Jesus? Or how do I approach a church? Or how do I... The conversation started like it's an open door. It's not, it's not as complicated as you, you might be making it. So just come on in have the conversations, ask the awkward questions, go through life with people. Um, Jesus already started that conversation. Um, and then just a second, I, I don't know, I feel like I should clarify. I know I, you know, that one, that one thought of like, where I said I had that arrogant thought, and, and maybe arrogance the wrong word, but like of, I wanna be like Jesus is in that story to people. I don't, I don't necessarily know that the, the thought of that is wrong. Sure. And no. I think maybe I communicated that, but that's not what I meant to communicate. It was more like Jesus was saying, that's not what I'm trying to communicate with you today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I think he has called us to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Right. And to where we go, he goes, and we get to sure. offer the living water that sure. he offered. It just happens that he's the living water, not you. And so, um, I don't know, that's kind of like a double-sided coin. There you go. For me, it was a, 
no, we're working on this right now. Yeah. You're the woman at the well right now, at least. There's a time and place for yeah. us to say, hey, you know what? Let's not be so consumed with where we're trying to get to that we don't take the pit stops, the rest right. stops yeah. along the way. Yeah. But for this weekend, our conversation was more directed at, hey, let's do some, yeah. let's do some work on, uh, on the inside of us before we are starting to make our rest stops. Yeah. That's good. I like it. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us for another yeah. another week. This was good. Thanks, Matt, for your time as well. Of course. And uh, we look forward to being back together this weekend. Look forward to being with you this weekend as well. And then we will see you next time. See you.